Welcome to the Who Cares About Men's Health Get Rid of Your Clutter Challenge. This is check-in number two for week number two. Uh, we've got Mitch here, producer Mitch. We got Dr. Troy Madsen, who's an emergency room physician, and we've got psychiatrist Dr. Benjamin Chan. We've all agreed to take this challenge to get rid of our clutter to improve our mental health. And this is our check-in. So how's everybody doing? Dr. Chan, welcome back. How are you today? I'm doing great. Um, and I guess I'll just lead off. Uh, I care about men's health and I have failed in the past week since our last check-in to get rid of the mattress, box spring, and headboard. Oh, no. Complete, utter fail. What happened? I was on call. I got busy with work. Life happens. So I failed to make it a priority. But I am not afraid to say that to you and all your listeners. And uh, how are you going to – do you have a plan in place to uh, make sure this doesn't happen again? Or, I mean, is it just it is what it is in your life? Uh, well, having this uh, recording helps me kind of put it back up the priority list because I feel a little shame in coming in front of this <laughs> this, this esteemed group of scholars and uh, not doing it. So, yeah, this weekend we'll do it. All right. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, I think that's an in- interesting point, like why maybe some of us fail, right? You, 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 you might start out kind of excited to get rid of some stuff, but then life starts happening again and it's pretty easy to fall to the – to the back burner. That's true with any health change, right? You know, it's sometimes you have to re-engage with it multiple times before you can actually start making it a habit or making it stick. So good lesson. Even though you failed, you brought us a good lesson. Did you, did you even know that Dr. Chan? Uh, that's, that's the beauty of doing this podcast is like we teach each other uh, principles and we hope to grow by them. So yes. I'll go, I'll stick with that. Well, and that's a good lesson too, Ben. You mentioned just the accountability. You've talked to us about it. Our, our listeners know they're going to hold you to it. So, I, and honestly, and I'll talk a little bit more, but the accountability piece of it has been a big part for me. The accountability piece of it stressed me out. And um, much like Dr. Chan, I, I kind of failed. I haven't done much since that first initial 72 item purge when I misunderstood what the rules were. Again, um, kind of the framework, and, and anybody can do your own framework. It could be one thing a day. It could be the one thing on day one, two things on day two, three things on day three, et cetera. Um, but I haven't done anything since then. But here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make the promise. I have kind of a big ticket item that I need to list on eBay. I have a Apple MacBook Pro I upgraded. Uh, and I, I need to list that. And I hate it. I hate putting stuff on eBay. And I think this is where a lot of us can run into problems too when we start decluttering. We're like, well, maybe it might be worth something. There's so much time invested and so much activation energy to get over that hump of going, researching, uh, looking it up, listing it, finding the box, weighing it, shipping it, you know, that maybe sometimes you just got to go, maybe not this thing. Maybe I just get rid of this thing because I know the, the expense in my time is going to be more. But with this MacBook that I have, I know I can make a little cash. So by the time we talk next time, I will have that sold on eBay. Scott, I think it's interesting you bring that up because <clears throat> I've been trying to sell things on kind of Craigslist and some of the local things too. There, it's not just the energy of listing it. It's the energy of also dealing with some of these people. I don't know. I've been getting some like, will you take $5 <laughs> for it? I'll come over right now. And it's just been like, dude, no. Like, like I, And so there is this extra chore that comes with all of it. So for me, there's some items that I might just be donating you know, yeah, just, just so you don't have to deal with head. that, right? Because yeah. it's it's not worth the stress. Yeah. Nope. Troy, how you doing? Hey, I, I am. I'm going to sound like the the total nerd in the room now, and the total you know like front of the classroom <laughs> gunner guy. But 
Thanks, Fed. <laughs> I'm well over 500 items. Well what? over. Whoa. What did you do? We, we have done a major purge here. And okay, part so of it's been we... the accountability. Be, well, I, I have carried my weight in this. So yes, okay. yes, you are right. I am the pack rat in the family. My wife, Laura, is the one who's always trying to get me to get rid of stuff. And she heard about this and and she just started getting rid of stuff. And she said, I'm not going to get rid of your stuff, but we're doing this. And she started clearing out stuff from the kitchen. And for me, the way this has worked, you know, we talked about the one thing day one, two thing day two, you know, three things day three or double it every day to get it to 10 billion, which I haven't done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the way that it was worked for me is I get some momentum. I just say, OK, I'm just going to start. And then I get that momentum and then I'll get a pile of, you know, five, no, not 500, but maybe 100 things. Um, and then I'm just like, okay, I'm doing this. I'm committed. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get rid of these things. And then I, I find I have to get them out. Like we have to donate them. I can't let it sit there because my pile that I built up the first day, I then gradually pulled things out of that pile and said, well, I can't get rid of this. This means a lot to me and we've got space for it. Why do I have to get rid of it? Um, but that's how it's happened. Um, I've gotten rid of 50 DVDs. Um, I've gotten rid of at least 10 different bags, just like, you know, duffel bags or backpacks. We've cleared out a number of kitchen items, uh, sporting equipment, office items, you know, things from our office closet that had just been sitting there. And I have also gotten commitments from people to take some big ticket items, a couch, a mattress, a TV, wow, even a hot tub. So all of these <laughs> items are moving out. We and need like, to stop the podcast. This, this, <laughs> this, this is revolutionary. I, I, we can't this has been this. a big thing for me, honestly. I, and I, I was not trying to be dramatic saying I was struggling with this. I have been struggling, but I've tried to ask myself as I do this, okay, number one, have I used this item at any point in the last year? And if the answer answer is no, then I probably need to get rid of it unless I can see a good justification that I'm going to use it within the next year. And so trying to go through that process with these things has, has really helped. And it's been a good feeling to say, hey, I'm not the stuff I own. I am who I am. I'm not I'm not these items. These are not me. I, I can get rid of them if I'm not using them. And that's been helpful. Good. Wow. Yeah. So quite a turnaround because uh, in the beginning you were stressed and anxious and didn't know that you'd participate even. And yeah. Um, so it was Laura's participation, your wife's participation. Do you think that's helped or could you have done this even if she hadn't gotten excited and behind it? She definitely got the ball rolling. Like it was, it was her just doing this and saying, Hey, let's just get going and let's do this. And, but her also, I think it's very helpful if you're in this situation with someone else to certainly respect their boundaries and say, Hey, I'm not going to touch your stuff. You know, that's your stuff. If you want to go through it, great. Uh, and that's been very helpful. And then, you know, then it's it's been where I've thought, well, OK, I'll just start to go through it and see. And as I've done that, just kind of getting some momentum. And I think the whole like one on day one, two on day two, that helps at least for me, it helped just to say, OK, I'm just going to get rid of a few things. But then as I got some momentum, I was like, eh, yeah, keep going. You know, that's what that so, minimalist documentary said is that, that that will just get the momentum going for you. Right. So um, another thing, too, uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago, if you remember, um, I don't remember what her name was, but it's the KonMari method method of decluttering and getting rid of stuff and it, it's Marie Kondo yeah Marie Kondo thank yeah, you yeah we, we did it really big I have a story but that's all right yeah so her thing Troy was like when you've got something you want to get rid of and you're like am I going to use this in the next year um and but are you and you're having a hard time getting rid of it is just thank it for what it's done for you thank it for its service and then know it's going to go on to serve somebody else you know, yeah. it, it's, it sounds so weird, but it, it does sound weird. It worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that helps. It really does help. And these items we've, 
pretty much everything we've donated. You know, there's been some things that just aren't in condition to donate that we've tossed. But it's been really helpful just to take it down there, donate it and be like, hey, someone's going to use this. I'm not using it. Someone else is going to use it. Um, I admit the things I've struggled getting rid of are gifts, like gifts I've received from people, even though I haven't used them just because of that sentimental piece. But I'm still struggling with that a little bit. So, you know, still a few things that were given to me as gifts that I have not gotten rid of, but I just haven't used. And they were in the pile and I pulled them out of the pile. Yeah. So, and some of those favorite DVDs of yours, those movies oh, are going to go bring joy to somebody else. So that that's fantastic. Trust me, when I pulled those out and I saw Napoleon Dynamite <gasps> and Dumb and Dumber in that stack, <laughs> I struggled. But then I said, if I want to watch Napoleon Dynamite or Dumb and Dumber, I can stream it. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. so Troy, can, do, you, do you think you would have thrown, yeah, donated them or gotten rid of them if we didn't have streaming services? I'm just curious your thought process on that. Yeah, great question. I don't know if I would have because I still would have thought to myself, yeah, I could, you know, I'll watch this at some point. And, you know, these are, you know, some of these are just shows that are are just such extremely high quality, great shows. I, I can't get rid of Dumb and Dumber, but so you're right. I think that that was a part of it. <laughs> but knowing it's I could journey. stream it was helpful. Yeah. All right. Let's go to Mitch. How are you doing? Um, I'm doing pretty well. So this week, uh, I decided to tackle clothes and that's kind of interesting that you brought up Marie Kondo cause we did, uh, my partner and I, Jonathan, we did a purge, uh, when Marie Kondo was big, what, two years ago, um, when she first came out with her Netflix series and everyone was into it, he had just broken both of his arms and he was up on drugs from the e-scooter accident. And he decided we got to purge now. And what was funny is he got competitive and started getting rid of things because I had a smaller pile than him. And mm. so there was this interesting, like, no, Jonathan, I think you need more work shirts. And he's there with both arms in the slings being like, no, no, we have to get rid of these. And sure enough, at the end, he had gotten rid of too much. And we had to go get new clothes and stuff because he had gotten rid of so many things. So with this latest purge, kind of understanding that kind of situation, I just got rid of things that I don't know what it is. It seems like maybe just the Sears family, but it seems like men get free shirts at events and then hold on to them for 20 years. Like there, (laughs) I had like high school events, you know, these shirts for literally, I had a shirt for Llama Fest, um, 2008 Llama Fest. There's 75 llamas in an obstacle course. It was fun. But I had held onto that Llama Fest shirt for for 20 years now, you know, it's time to let that shirt go. I haven't worn it. It's just this thing that sits in the back and takes up space. So I got rid of clothes that didn't fit, uh, clothes that I hadn't worn in a couple years. And then anything that had a hole in it, it seems like I always hold on to that one pair of good socks that has just a little hole in it. No, if it has any sort of hole in it, I got rid of that too. So I ended up getting rid of um, a good, you know, almost 50 pieces of clothes if you count all the socks and underwear. So, um, and I got space now for maybe new clothes for, I just got rid of the stuff that I'm not, not using. So, yeah. Dr. Yeah. Chan. Hey, I got a question for you, Dr. Chan. Um, I, I believe that uh, when a man can finally get to the point in their development where they can look at their socks and actually get rid of them before they have holes, that's when they've <laughs> truly developed. Do you agree with that from a psychiatrist point of view? Yes, they're they're hundred percent. And it's just funny you mentioned that, Mitch. I love that example. Like I've got these favorite dress shirts and I just kind of rotate through them and I only really donate them or get rid of them once I rip like a hole, usually in the elbow. Um, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's something about like, I think, man, we just kind of kind of comfortable in our outfits. You know, I got my favorite pair of khakis and I just, 
yeah, when I go out and purchase them, I just buy like three of the exact same. And that way, like I, when I kind of run through one pair, I go to another. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just fascinating how we approach this. Yeah, um, I so never like, felt more like an adult when I started getting rid of stuff before I'd worn holes in them. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I have not matured to that point yet, Scott. So. <laughs> uh, I guess that's a good update. So um, that's good. That's good. We, we've had some successes. We've had some opportunities to learn. I'm not going to call them failures. I'm going to call them opportunities to learn, Dr. Chan and myself. <laughs> we've seen Troy come from very skeptical to getting all behind behind it and feeling pretty good about it. Uh, and if you'd like to join us in the declutter challenge, just go to facebook.com slash who cares men's health and share your story. You can share your pictures. We're sharing our pictures of our stuff there and you can do however you want to do. The way we recommend is you get rid of one thing on day one, two things on day two, three things on day three, uh, just to get the momentum going, or, you know, you can just kind of do it however you want, help your mental health and get rid of all your clutter with who cares about men's health.